If you're someone that wants to get started in contracting, residential, commercial, industrial, you're already a part of the game, you already have a business, you're a part of a company, and you're trying to scale beyond that seven, eight, nine figure mark, this episode has some ripping bombs. Jay drops some really great knowledge, great some really great insights, and you know, we've been working together on this project for about the past year. Kyber Courses is going to be revolutionary. It's going to change business, marketing, online marketing, self-help, learning, you know, the whole, not just the contracting industry, but the whole industry for small business owners, local brick and mortars, even medium-sized enterprises, you know, learning how to leverage online services, online channels to not only grow, most importantly, scale your company, you know, to get inbound leads, to get, to make money, to sell products, digital products, services, 24-7, have a presence 24-7. One of the biggest things that we talk about in Kyber Courses and we touch on in this as well is omnipresence. Listen carefully to that. Professional omnipresence will get you so far. Let's get stuck in. So here's the question. Yeah, right, I might go on. How are these young entrepreneurs who haven't obtained any inheritance and are entirely self-taught carving a legacy and living that life? And mate, we're talking purebred entrepreneurs here. The ones that have a vision, the ones that have a passion, and the ones that want to make an impact on this world to get that respect that they deserve that is the question and this podcast will give you the answer but honestly mate keeping shit as simple as one two three is the key my name is in fact benji copeland and this is the power of three jay mate it's awesome to have you on the podcast yeah yeah i'm excited to be here today this is cool it's been awesome it's been uh it's been a great past past year and um i mean yeah you want to just introduce yourself introduce kyber digital um, and, and I guess Kyber Courses, um, and, and yeah, we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah. So I'm the CEO and founder of Kyber Digital, which is a marketing agency uh, specifically for you know the trades at the moment and, and personal injury attorneys. It's kind of like our sweet spot, but we do a whole bunch of other stuff like CBD and random one-offs. But uh, yeah, we, we basically help companies brand themselves to the market, differentiate themselves, and uh, scale. Um, the whole idea is growth marketing, growth hacking. So yeah, I, I, Kyber Digital was made to, to achieve just that for those clients. And uh, from there, we started to develop, uh, our clients began to ask us a lot of the same questions. We, I, you know, we would find ourselves, the team and I repeating ourselves over and over again. Like, this is what you should be doing with your Google My Business. This is what you should be doing with your website. This is what you should be doing with your SEO. And uh, so we decided well, screw it. We'll just make a course because it's a lot easier than the repetition of, of going through this every time. So we built a course that does exactly that. It, it teaches you how to market yourself um, from top to bottom in a condensed version, like not in any of the, uh, the, uh, the uh, specifics of uh, the advanced stuff, but we definitely cover the basics and um, we're looking to expand further on it um, and get into the advanced stuff and then open it up to more brick and mortar small SMBs within the next year. So um, yeah, we're really excited about uh, the program for Kyber courses and we're really looking forward to see where it goes. Yeah, no, that's what's up. That's what's up. So let's go more into Kyber courses. Who is this going to be for? You know, we've been been discussing it's going to be mainly for people 
starting out, people just, you know, making their first million dollars a year, things like this. Um, so what, what advice, what are the first three steps you would give, you know, either aspiring contractors or people or contractors right now um, looking to make their first, let's say zero to hundred K and then a hundred K to a million. Well, as, as far as who it's for, uh, I'd say that the, the course material at the moment was designed for contractors, so commercial and residential. But like I said, we will be opening it up to other niches in the future. In fact, the course material is so specific to uh, it, it actually really could be taken by anybody. The, the value in it is is relatable and, and transferable to other industries because it's not just, hey, this is what contractors should do. It's like, no, this is what all business owners should be doing. Um, so yeah, it's really for any uh, small to mid-sized company, primarily at the moment contractors, that are looking to figure out how to grow their company and uh, how to get how to achieve that through online means as well as some physical and out-of-house means. So to answer your question about what, what's the, the best way to get to zero to 100K, it's, it's honestly the Grant Cardone method of attention. You know, it's, you're not worried about, you know, brand at that point you're not worried about uh you know like everything being perfect having a website you're just worried about getting clients you're worried about getting customers when you're trying to hit your first 100k and having the website sure it's important having the uh the google my business yeah it's important but really what you really need is attention you just need to be in the, the right place <laughs> right time are hanging yeah where your customers are, are currently hanging out you need to be where your your ideal customer profile exists online or in person, and you need to be in front of them. And the way you need to be in front of them isn't like, "Hey, look, 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 look at me. I, I have a service. Come, come hire me." Like, <laughs> to instead, be a problem solver. So let's it, let's just back this up real quick. Yeah. For anyone that doesn't know how to identify their ideal customer profile or ideal customer avatar. How do we do that, Jay? We like to do a prospect examination. So it, it gets really specific, you know, is your, it, you go through demographics, then firmographics, then geographics, and you're really honing in on what, what really makes the, the broad spectrum of it. And then you might dive in deeper. So you're like, all right, I know that let's, for example, say that I'm a, uh, a dog walking service. So we have a dog walking service and, and our ideal customer profile at the moment is people who have dogs. Well, that's not really, um, that's not really niching it down as far as you'd like to think. Like most people don't need a dog walking service. The truth of the matter is most people walk their own dogs. So what you need to find are the people that one can afford your services, two, they need your services and three, they would be more than happy to pay for their services. And four, it's profitable for what you're, you're doing. So maybe your ICP, in this case, if let's say you were living in Long Island, New York, you go, all right, well, I can, I can walk all the dogs that are in Manhattan because those, those people go to work every day and, and they're never home. And those dogs in the city, there's dog parks, but I can, I can tackle them. I can tackle the families who are in the Hamptons uh, for the summer that maybe they're vacationing and maybe it's a summer home. And you really start to define that type of where like who what and where and um and uh and how you're going to reach them and then from there you get into the emotions 
and you figure out how does my client feel? How does my client uh, feel when they hear this problem come up? Because everything is emotionally driven. People don't buy with uh, logic. They buy with emotion. Like 90% of the things you buy on Amazon, you don't really need, right? So it, it, a lot of it's done with emotion. Um, that new pair of shoes, that new shirt, that new golf club, you know, like, you know, not, and I'm not just talking about materialism, just in general, like. That's why these billionaires wear the same outfit every day. You, you might not need uh, like the, the $100 pair of flip-flops, but you still need a pair of flip-flops for whatever reason, you know, it's, it's like, it's one of those things. So you're identifying the emotions behind how your client feels. So maybe that dog walker is looking at their, their dog owners going, you know, they probably feel they probably feel guilty for not being able to take their dogs for walks or giving their dogs enough exercise. Maybe they feel that their dogs are, are lonely and they feel sad. Maybe they feel like, like they're beating themselves up because they don't spend enough time with their dog. Maybe they're, they feel that their dog is not getting enough social interaction or, or outside of physical exercise. Um, and maybe they, they, they blame themselves for that. You know, maybe they wish that they had moved out of the New, New York because they'd have more uh, availability uh, to do all these things if they didn't live in the city. Whatever you're doing to identify your ideal client profile, you got to first start with the who, what, when, where, and then dive into the emotional state and then what they have now and what they would have after they hired you. And once you figure all that out, now you can start to come up with a offer to the market because now you understand this is how they feel. This is what they're going through. I put myself in their shoes and I really deeply try to imagine that the emotions behind their position. And that's what's going to speak to them. That's what's going to resonate with them the most is the why you're doing what you do, and um, and speaking to their their to their hippocampus, speaking to the, the the area of cognitive recognition that in the brain that allows them to say, you know what, this this is a this value I'm seeing. It's honest. It's authentic, and it's and it's for me. You said so the hypothalamus gland. What'd you say? Did you say the hypothalamus gland? Is that what you say? The hippocampus. Or the hippocampus is that an area of the brain it's, it's an area of the brain that's responsible for uh cognitive reasoning um emotions uh partial memory so it, it's it's crucial for stuff like this in psychology so anyway when you're in the in the in the zero to 100k range the first thing you're trying to do is get attention and um and do it the right way so you don't so have the right to, message. So what I'm hearing is have the right message. You don't want to walk up to a stranger that's got a dog and be like, which button walk the dog? But they're not going to say yes. They're going to look at you like, no, you're a stranger. Get away from me. Yeah. But if you approach it the right way, where you say, hey, ma'am, I, 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 you know, not to bother you, but I've seen you uh, walking down the street with your dog only once a week. I, I'm here every day. I hardly ever see it. Your dog probably needs some more exercise. Um, I own a dog walking service if this is something that, that might interest you. That's a, a completely different approach because you're identifying a problem that, you've, that you're aware of, that, that you're aware that that client has a, has, a, has a potential problem. So to get in front of somebody with attention is the best way to do it. As long as you're not spamming, getting the most amount of attention is the way to get to 100K. And that's not, there's not many people that'll, that'll tell you that in that way. They'll say, oh, you got to, create the offer first you gotta uh you gotta get the experience it's like well how do you get the experience <laughs> you gotta get attention so what i'm hearing is so what i'm hearing is jay so far to get to 100k we need the right message we need to know where our customers are and then we need to know how to close them yeah yeah essentially and get them in and get, get in them front of them and close them yeah. yeah you need to understand sales psychology and you need to understand how to be a problem solver. 
So would you say that the most important part is identifying that ideal customer profile, that ideal customer avatar before anything? Yeah, and, and you know, first and foremost, when you really are backtracking, you got to have experience and the knowledge of knowing how to do the job. Because if you'd say to somebody, I know exactly how to do this. I've just so if someone done- asks how to get experience, if someone, you know, we just mentioned that, how, how would you say the best way to get experience or feedback or real live data from the market to first of all go to that 100k and then go to the million dollar mark well when you're starting out there's so many ways to get experience um you could start with free trials you could start with uh doing a free service altogether you know um for a while with your friends and family first uh you build a portfolio around what you've done you know like college internships are specifically designed for that they're designed yeah. to build experience with no pay you got a so, show you can't tell. Yeah. So, so the whole idea is you got to you got to not only know how to do it, you got to sh- prove that you can do it, and um, and you got to get someone to give you a chance. And most of the time, that requires you to maybe do something along the lines of doing it free. Um, when you're first starting out, now we're we're talking about like just starting a brand new business. Like you know, we're not talking about people that have been in business for a year or two. Um, and that's really the way to to. to that you can start going out and, and getting an attention is doing stuff like that, building a portfolio and uh, building the resume, if you will. Um, you know, a lot, it's like a double-edged sword, the catch 22. Oh, well, I, I can't get a job because they want experience, but I can't get experience because they can't get the job. It's like, no, like create your own experience. Well, like, I can't get a job because of COVID. <laughs> just, just do it. Right? Yeah, exactly. Go into your basement, take a photo, go into your basement, take a photo of a pipe that's leaking. And then, you know, go into someone's basement, whatever it is, like you're saying, find find a problem, solve it. Elon Musk said it best. You know, you get paid in direct proportion to the difficulty of problems that you solve for people. So yeah. how would you say, Jay, the best way to amplify this message is what, what channels, whether it's social channels or, or offline channels, media channels, partnerships, joint ventures, what, other, what would you say is the best way for these contractors to get their message once I they know yeah i think it depends on your industry because obviously if you're looking for joint venture uh you know you're in a different position you need funding for your product to ever get off the ground that's a completely different scenario we're not yeah, maybe talking. joint ventures a little bit too far yeah right yeah. now so, we can so, talk so, about that after for yeah. to get to amplify their message what what are the best social channels or the best channels i would say the first and foremost, after you've gotten the experience and after you've kind of hit that 100K mark is you need to really reinvent your offer first before you take anything to social. You got to reinvent the offer and figure out how that offer is going to fit into your strategy and truly brand the company. And when I say offer, we're not talking about like, hey, ma'am, I'll walk your dog for $4 an hour and uh, I'll give you a freebie on the first, the first walks for free. That's a, that's a discount. That's a sale. That's not an offer. An offer is essentially what you're bringing to the market. Like It's the problem that you're solving. Yeah, exactly. The, the offer is what problem are you solving? And um, So you know, when, um, when people are identifying their problem, you know, this is kind of backtracking a little bit, but it also helps in amplifying your message, you know, how would you say the best way for people that uh, they know they're good with their hands, they know what they're good with the trade, 
um, and they have this business model and they want to grow it, right? So we have the whole online game, but what about the offline game? As far as offline, there's, there's, a, there's a couple of ways to do it. And I, and I would say when you're online, after you build the offer for any small brick and mortar business uh, or, or you know, SMB or local service company, Google My Business is the fastest and easiest way to start getting leads. That's by far the fastest way to do it um, and the cheapest. It's just the easiest way to do it. Um, so but outside of that, um, uh, when, when it comes to like, all, you know, out of house marketing and things of that nature, like outside of the online world, there's really a couple different ways that you can really be leveraging um, that, that lead gen. One would be using someone else's audience. So you bring in like a, a brand. You see, like Spotify and Starbucks did this. They they have a song playing in. Uh, so maybe in we talk about. I don't mean to cut you off, but maybe we talk about, like, like exactly what you're saying. You, we're going into the offline world, or into a more personal world, and then we're using that personal connection to leverage another audience in the online world and the offline world. Correct. Yeah, you're you're essentially taking taking someone else's audience and you're leveraging it for your own. So you, for a roofer, for example, a really good partnership might be a real estate broker or a public adjuster because they may end up on jobs that they may need to hire you. And you may need to refer a public adjuster if you get called onto a job that that's definitely an insurance job that needs to get insured, uh, uh, checked by a public adjuster before you can get the, the, you know, the quote to the insurance company to replace that roof. So it really just comes down to you know, that's one way. It, it's, it's leveraging someone else's similar, same audience as yours, but they're not direct competition. The other way to do it is out-of-house marketing, which if you're taking it in the offline world, um, there, well, there's, there's a couple things there. Like you could be doing like something as simple as laying, a, a, you know, a, actually right across the street from me, they have, a, you know, Audubon fencing right now um, on the neighbor's uh, yard because that, that fencing company from Audubon came in and redid the fence and they left the yard sign up say hey leave this sign up and we'll give a hundred bucks off of the, the deal leave it up for a couple of weeks okay I'll take the hundred bucks but now I know all about Audubon fencing every time the neighbors walk by they know who installed that fence it's brand awareness and that's why I like Zoom Media being the, the core uh, media company that delivers to Retro Fitness, Planet Fitness, LA Fitness, uh, Anytime Fitness those companies like that are crucial because if you have a local community that, you know, same thousand, 2000 people go to the gym every single day, you know, you're basically letting your ads run in front of those TVs in front of their face while they're on their treadmill or elliptical. And it's just the next time they need someone, they're going to think of you. It's so essentially, essentially, you know, companies like M&Ms still run commercials. Most people know what M&Ms are. And they're in the front end cap aisles and they run promotions all year round for holidays. But it's one of those things where they run the commercial and someone's like, yeah, I remember I, I love M&Ms. And then they get to the store and they see the M&M bag versus that payday bar or the Skittles maybe even. And they go, you know what? The M&Ms that man, they just look better. And it's only, and, and they don't know why. And most of the time it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with the, 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 the taste buds that they have because they like both they like Skittles and they like M&M's. It has to do with the fact that it's more of a brand recognition thing where it's, it's, it's just something that uh, it, 
it's something that they've had um, in the back of their mind, and when they see it, it brings it to the forefront. So that's the same idea with out-of-house marketing. It's bringing something to the forefront when a problem arises. Now you know who to call because you already are familiar with the company. You have a company already in mind for when that problem comes up. That's the power of brand awareness. That's what out-of-house marketing can help you do. It's essentially what online marketing is striving to do. So that, that's a, that's the surefire way to, to stay in front of someone and stay top of mind. Going, yeah, absolutely. So yeah. all of this is packaged inside of Kyber Courses, right? All of this material is taught. What's the, let everyone know what's the, the layout of the course, the parameters, what they can, I guess, expect from it if they were to go through well, it. Kyber Courses material has been purposely built to be kind of like a business in a box. So you start off with an offer build because it's very important to be able to identify what your offer to the market is and how you are differentiating from your competitors, even in commoditized industries. So a lot of my clients come to me and say, you know what, I'm an electrician. Everybody, everybody has electricians. No, there's no such thing as a, an electrician that does anything unique. And we prove them wrong. We say, well, what are you doing that your competitors don't do? What systems do you put into place that your competitors don't put into place? What materials are you using? What, uh, what unique combination of events are you doing that gives the customer a better experience? And they label it all out. They give me a checklist. I'm like, all right, that, that's your results mechanism. That is what we're going to put a, a name on it. And it's yours, and they can only get that through you. So the power of that is you're branding a results-driven formula versus a service. You're productizing the service. So that's what we're doing with the offer first, is teaching them how to do that. From there, it goes into essentially building out the online presence. So now you have, all right, we have our offer. Now we got to plug it in places. We need to build out our website. We need to build out our third-party lead generation platforms. We need to build out our Google platforms. We need to start monitoring. We need to put the right software in place, uh, possibly create copy for email campaigns. And you really get into the idea of generating omnipresence around your business and the offer that you're generating. Um, and that's really what we want to go for here is omnipresence. And after that, you need to systemize the approach before you take it to market. So you need to make sure that your, your, all your systems on the back end are in place. You have your automation set up. You have your notifications set up. Your lead nurturing system set up. Your follow-up sequences. Your, um, your, your, your tracking. Your KPI measures. All of that stuff that needs to happen to make sure your business is streamlined and smooth and not a cluster of, you know, the kind of companies that they, they, they take all their notes on, you know, notepads and they place, they put them all around the office. And it's like, <laughs> you know, you don't want that. You want it to be all organized. Clean. So systemizing is, is the next stage. And then from there, then you validate your offers to the market. You take your, your, your offers to market via organic, via ads, via email, whatever. And um, you, you essentially uh, validate your offer. <clears throat> and if um, for whatever reason your offer is not resonating, <coughs> excuse me, and for whatever reason your offer is not resonating, you find out why. And it's pretty simple in a funnel because you just monitor it all the way down. If you're running ads and no one's clicking on the ads, you know, it's the ads, you know, something's wrong with my ad or something's wrong with my offer, the, the copy, something's not there. We're missing something. If they're clicking on the ads and they're not watching the video or if they're not adding a, an item to a cart, well, maybe it's the landing page, maybe it's the product. 
but now you know like the ads are working we're getting our clicks but we're not getting our conversions so whatever they're finding on the other end isn't giving them what they want so now we know where to fix that and then once you get uh th th those those uh metrics start to go up where it's like all right now we're getting video views or we're getting add to carts if it's e-com but we're not getting purchases like what's preventing them from purchasing they're clearly interested but what what's stopping them and that's when it becomes difficult because then you got to figure out the psychology of what's happening but eventually you get down to the end of the funnel and you you map it all out once you find something that works where you're generating a hundred conversions on a minimal viable funnel um that's when you really want to say all right uh I have my numbers and now I can scale this because I know it works and you take it to market. So we walk you through how to do all of that. And um, so if someone was to look at Cabo courses and go, what the fuck is this? I've, I have no idea what this is. Their first thought should be, this is going to help me not only set up a marketing campaign, but set up the business, right? So that we can scale it in the long term and have a tangible asset, not just, I guess, uh, a short-term or a current asset. Um, and it's right. going to continuously help you scale these marketing campaigns online and offline. Yeah, correct. It's exactly how it, it would, uh, it could be viewed. It's, if I describe what Kyber Courses is, it's, it's, it's coaching because it really is coaching. It's, it's coaching for people that want to grow their business online. So, it's so why so why do we think, or why is coaching better than done for you? And why is Kyber Courses, like why should someone choose Kyber Courses as opposed to going to a third-party agency? Well, that's the whole beauty of it, right? Is that we are a marketing agency and then we launched a course that says like, you don't need a marketing agency. So it sounds... Uh, it sounds contradictory, but in, in, in reality, it's not. You start with an agency if you don't know how to do it yourself, if you don't have time to do it yourself. If you have the will and desire and means to learn how to do it yourself and save all that money, you can train one of your staff to do it. You can learn it yourself. And then the things that are really complex that you should never do yourself, like Google ads and, and SEO, um, you just can't do those things in-house uh, after the basics are done. You can think that's when you really want to take it to a marketing agency. And that's just in two quick examples. There's other so this is, well, so there, there are kind of three main, kind of three main parts, three main customers um, that can kind of be served by all of these, by Kyber courses and even Kyber digital as well. Yeah. And that's what we were kind of uh, talking about earlier today was that you're going to have guys that are just starting out that maybe want to learn how to do all of this themselves and build their business the right way. And then you have the people who are, you know, doing a million a year or more in, in sales and they have a marketing manager or a front of house person, a front office manager, a back office manager who they can train to learn all this stuff for them and help them figure out how to, how to leverage it, how to create it, how to, how to manage it um, for them in house. And again, the stuff that's really complex and complicated is when you outsource it. But all the things that can be done in-house should be done in-house. And that's what this course is really teaching you how to, you know, what to do. is like, here's the fundamentals, here's the basics. This is what you should be doing. The stuff that you shouldn't be doing, you can hire another agency, whether it's us or someone else, but you can hire another agency to take care of it for you because it's too complex. You don't want to do that by yourself. Um, so th those are the things that really separate it is that it, it's... And, and I think as far as like who it's for, it, 
it really just comes down to anybody that wants to grow their business. And if they're really serious about growing their business and they have the, the will and the means, this course is for them. And even if they think they don't have enough time to do it, you realistically have to dedicate five hours a week. It's not much. That's it. That. The five hour rule. That's actually, that's what Bill Gates and Elon Musk and all of them say an hour a day, five hour rule a week. Yeah. Yeah. So, and if anyone's interested in learning more about Kyber courses and what this is going to uh, offer, they can just go to kybercourses.com and um, they can apply to, to be notified when the course goes, uh, the course material is up and live. Um, and uh, that's really, that's really it. It's, it's designed to help people. And yeah, we have to charge for it because we put a lot of time and money and energy into it. But at the end of the day, it's designed to help companies and, and it's, it's, a done with you coaching program that allows if you, want, you want to willing if you aren't willing to invest into your future you don't you don't deserve it yeah yeah so i love it man i love it so what i want to ask you this question jay that asks everyone that comes on the podcast if you could go back and tell your 18 year old self one piece of advice what would it be <laughs> invest in bitcoin <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, someone 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 done say that already that was it's a funny answer all right so if i was being honest because i probably wouldn't say that to myself i uh if i was a, if i was going back in time in a business sense and i said to my younger self you know one thing it doesn't I, have to be business it can be i mean let's 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 break it up let's do business and then personal business i'd say take out the taxes <laughs> prep for taxes yeah and, yeah and, you know, United States of America will get paid and you have to just pay the taxes. So remove the taxes from your, your net revenue every month and just put it in a savings and don't think about it, have it be automatic. And, and, uh, and then at the end of the year, you're good. You're gravy. You don't have to worry about it, you know, and, and, and scale within your means. Personally, I would, I would tell my, my younger self, like, you know, enjoy life more and don't get caught up in all the little things. Cause I think a lot of us get like really roped into our businesses, roped into our work, roped into our day to day. And then you take a step back. Miss the big picture. Yeah. You forget like even just looking up at the clouds, man. Sometimes you just look up. It's so beautiful. Yeah. The trees. I'm on on a little rock floating through the universe and that job I have, it really doesn't matter. You know, I got one life to live and this is all I got. And you got to make the best out of it. You know, yeah, you've got, at the end of the day, happiness is a choice. It's definitely a mindset, as, yeah. as how I would word it. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And being able to get into that mindset is, and then that comes down to the choices you make, the decisions you make. And, and like you said, what what do you let affect you? What do you let into your environment? Because at the end of the day, your environment is your destiny. Yeah. I completely agree. Can I agree more as an entrepreneur, as a father, as a, as a, as a guy that's been through a lot of crap, you know, I, I completely agree. So Jay, well, if someone's out there, that's a little skeptical about all this stuff that we've spoken about and they want to get into a, a kind of a, a little in- environment or group or something. Um, we got a Facebook group for them to join, right? Yeah. It, it's uh, right now it's called uh become the only contractor that homeowners recommend we're going to probably change it to something smaller it'll, it'll probably be get changed i think we agreed to the preferred contractors group. yeah i think that's a cool name yeah yeah so uh that's what it's going to get changed to so if you don't find it when you search but if you hear this later that's what it's been changed to 
Um, but it's uh, it's it's a group that's that's specifically designed to teach people the stuff that we kind of been going through, like learn how to do marketing, learn how to what to look for, sales psychology, call etiquette tips, like Google my business tricks, like all the, all the good stuff, you know, all the stuff that they that it's no fluff, no BS, like it's just hey, you want to do X? Here's how you do it. Here, here's honestly, why. honestly, that group alone could get you to your first 100k, even your first oh, million. It really should. It could yeah. Easily- like if you know yeah if you if you have that drive and that hunger you can make your first million dollars just from the information in that group 100 percent. absolutely jay i want to thank you man this has been awesome thank yeah, you for the time and, and i hope everyone listening um <laughs> enjoyed learned something got something out of it if you guys did make sure you go and um copy the link and share it with someone but jay uh if someone wants to reach out with you personally is there any way that they can do that or uh, I'm on LinkedIn, pretty easy to find, Jay Miller. Um, and uh, I'm on uh, Facebook, same deal. It, it's pretty easy to, to get a hold of me. Or they can reach out via email. Um, uh, it would be jayatkyberdigital.com. I'll get it. So <laughs> That's awesome. I love it, man. Thanks again for your time. And um, can't wait for, I mean, to do this again, catch up in six yeah, months' sure. time and see where we're at. Let everyone know how it's going in the new year. But, um, yeah, 2022 going to be a big year. Same here. I appreciate it. Thank you. If you enjoy this episode, make sure you leave a review if you're on Apple. Copy the link, send it to one person who you think will learn something, get something out of it. And mate, Make sure you use the knowledge, apply the knowledge you learned from this. It's worth nothing if you don't apply it. If you want more, head on over to Facebook, join a family, join a gorilla gang, search in the name of this podcast, The Power of Three. Peace out. Much love. Come on.